Okay, Bruchem Abayim. Welcome everyone. Shalom Aleichem. It's great to see everybody. We're preparing for the Yom Tif of Shavuos, Habalinu Lataiva, and we have a fantastic subject today. Uh, that is, there is one particular halacha regarding the Yom Tif of Shavuos, which is unique to Shavuos and does not apply by any other Yom Tif. And if you think, oh, come on, I'm sure I know what it is, I guarantee that nobody knows what it is. I guarantee you maybe never even heard it before. And this is a unique halacha for Shavuos that does not apply to Pesach and does not apply to Sukkot. And I know you're very anxious to hear it already, but you're going to have to be a little bit patient. First, I just needed to break the news to you that there is this unique status of the Yom Tov of Shavuos. So let's begin as follows. The Yom Tif of Shavuos is sometimes called Atzeres. How many times in the Chumash is Shavuos called Atzeres? And the answer is none. There are only two days on the calendar that are called Atzeres in the Chumash. They are the seventh day of Pesach and the eighth day of Sukkot. Shemini Atzeres. Shavuos is not called Atzeres at all. Shavuos is called Yamabikurim. Shavuos is called uh, Shavuos. It is not called Atzeres. And you come to the Mishnah, and in the Mishnah we find Shavuos is called Atzeres. So what, what's the explanation for that? So let me let the cat out of the bag right away. And that is, what does the word Atzeres mean? Atzeres means Atzur mi malacha, that you're not allowed to do malacha. That's not a very exciting name for a Yamtif. Oh, what's the name of this Yamtif? Oh, the name of the Yamtif is Yinal Du Malacha. Uh, okay, uh, what, what, Shabbos, you also can't do Malacha. Actually, you can't do Malacha any Yamtif. No. A Yamtif that does not have any distinguishing feature, does not have a specific mitzvah, for example, the seventh day of Pesach, the eighth day of Sukkot, there's no Matzah, there's no Sukkah, there's no Dalin Minim. So it's only distinguishing quality is that you know how to do Malacha. That's why it is called Atzeres. Because the seventh day of Pesach, there is no mitzvah. The eighth day of Sukkot, there's no mitzvah. What is it? It's Atzeres, a day you know how to do Malacha. In the Torah though, Shavuos is not called Atzeres. There is a mitzvah, the Shtei Halachem. So Midoiraisa, Shavuos is more than Atzeres. But once the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed in the time of the Mishnah, now Shavuos has a new name. Shavuos is called Atzeres. And that will help us regarding the subject matter that we're going to discuss this afternoon, the Siyat HaDashmaya. Rav Moshe Feinstein, in the Igrois Moshe, Chelek Dalet Simon Kofalev, points out a practice of Jewish women. And that is, it is the practice, Rav Moshe says, already for hundreds of years. And that is when women light the Neros Yamtif, they make a Shechianu. Whether you know that or not, that's the fact. So, pal, I'm going to be the first to break it to you. Your wife is making a Shechianu, or your mother is making a Shechianu, when she's lighting the Neros of Yamtif. Is that the correct thing to do? It sure doesn't seem like it's the correct thing to do. Why? It would have been better for them not to make a Shechianu, because soon they'll be Kiddush, 
And it's always better to make a Shechianu al hakois, like we do on Sukkot. Really, you should be making a Shechianu on the building of the Sukkah. But we don't do that. We wait for the Kois of Yom Tif, and we make the Shechianu on the Kois. Because whenever we can make a Bracha al hakois, that's always preferable. Right? Bissamim has nothing to do with a Kois. Eish has nothing to do with a Kois. But we always like to make Brachos al hakois. This is a custom that women have been doing for hundreds of years. Says Rav Moshe, is it correct? It sure doesn't seem to be correct. Comes the great Gain, someone who Chassam Soifer called a Navi, Rav Yaakov Emden. Now Rav Yaakov Emden was one of the most outspoken luminaries of all time. If he saw any deviance, be it right or left, he had a printing press in his house, and he not only spoke out against it, he wrote a book against it. And Rav Yaakov Emden received a letter, and he says, Achar, Drisha, Shalom, Glile, Yadav, Hatahoyrois. I got your letter. I'm happy about the letter. And regarding protesting the minog of women that are Mavarich Shechianu on Hadlakas Ner Yamtev. And your question, Rav Yaakov Emden, addresses the questioner. Your question is correct. You know why? It doesn't seem to be correct. You know why? Because we do not find this custom that women should make a Shechianu in any Paisek. It's not brought in any Sifrei Halacha that a woman should make a Shechianu when she lights the Neres of Yamtif. The only Paisek we find it in is in the Kitzar Shla which interestingly, Rabbi Yaakov Emden says, is not a reliable work. And so we learn from here one important idea, and that is that for a minhag to be correct, it can't just be that, well, what's wrong with it? It has to be found in the Paiskim. If it's not found in the Paiskim, it's not a legitimate minhag. So let's say women would put keys in challah. So would that be a legitimate minog? And that's not the subject matter today. I'm not commenting yes or no. But if it's not found in any paisek, which it's not, then Rabbi Yaakov Emden would say, it's not a legitimate custom. Yeah, but what could be wrong with putting a key in a chala? What could be wrong is, if it's not documented in the paiskim, it's not correct. But of course, I'm smart enough not to give a share on that subject. Okay. The Rabbi Yaakov Emden continues. Furthermore, um, it's not any better than Shachianu on a sukkah, which the Shas mentions you should make a Shachianu on building a sukkah. And we don't. We juxtapose it to the Kais. So then, the Shachianu on the Yamtif, why would women make their own Shachianu? They should wait for their husbands. Says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, this is a very big question. And I swear that from the day that God gave me a brain, I couldn't understand why my wife did this. And I wanted to protest against my wife for this reason. Now, if Rabbi Yaakov Emden wanted to protest against something, he did. He did not let any uh, side reason get in the way. And whether you were a God of Yisrael, you were a great luminary, if Rabbi Yaakov Emden felt you were not doing the right thing, he would let you know. 
And therefore, he says, From the moment my seichel kicked in, I could not understand. Why was my wife doing this? But I never stopped her. And I let her do it. Why? Because it's not a brachal of atala. Because it's not like she's making a shachianu again when I'm making Kiddush. It's not... Because the truth is, if a woman wanted not to be Yoytzeh, the Shachianu through her husband, and she wanted to go like this, close her ears, while her husband made a Shachianu and make the bracha herself, although that might not be the best thing to do for Shalom Bayis, she would be allowed to do that. Nobody could stop her. Why? Because women, they are included in Shmira and Zechira of Simchas Yamtif, so they have to make a Shachianu. By the way, a woman would be allowed to make a shachian in the beginning of Yom Tif, even if she didn't light candles. It has nothing to do with lighting the candles. We hold that shachianu you can make even in the marketplace. You can make it if afilu b'shuk. It's just that we like to, to juxtapose it to the kais. But for the woman to make a shachian, it's not a brach levatala. She's also chayv in the yom. And she, instead of putting alakos, she wants to put it on the ner. So in other words, if a woman wanted not to be yoytzi with her husband, and make it on her own, she could. If a woman wanted to make a shachianu just from the moment Yom Tov began, she could. So we juxtapose it on the kais. She juxtaposes it. She puts it on halakas neirois. And therefore... Uh, and that comes first, and that's uh, when she makes it on the Hadlaka, it's Nikr Kavad Yamtif, it's Nikr the Simcha. Therefore, says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, I said, let her do her thing. She yarshin the custom from her ancestors, who did this custom in front of great people, especially your wife and my wife, and if they didn't see their mothers do it, they wouldn't have done it. Even though, for the life of me, I can't understand why my father-in-law allowed his wife to do that. But, says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, that's not something I'm getting involved in. Now, says Rabbi Yaakov Emden, I would have liked to be Malamed's chus on the minog if I would have found some support in the Paiskim. But I have no support. And therefore, it is very difficult in my eyes that women should... Um, continue this custom. And therefore I say, if women, if, if you're moving to a new neighborhood, chas v'shalom, do not continue this practice. It's wrong. It's wrong for women to make shachian alakais. Now, it's not like they're doing something wrong. It's just not a correct custom. Therefore, if you're moving to a new neighborhood, discontinue it. However, once your wife already is doing it, you don't have to stop her. That is the take of Rabbi Yaakov Emden. So, Rav Yaakov Emden, even in the times of Yaakov Emden, he didn't want to stop his wife from making Shechianu on her supposed custom. And that's why Rav Moshe Feinstein, a few hundred years later, says, this has been going on for 200 years. So if Rav Yaakov Emden didn't stop it, then I can't stop it. But this is the take of Rav Yaakov Emden, that really women should not be doing this, but what are you going to do? I'm not going to stop my wife and uh, let her continue her practice. Now, accordingly, if let's say a woman is on her own and she's going to be making Kiddush, 
and she already made a shachianu. Let's say she already made a shachianu in the Hadlakas Ner Shabbos. Certainly, she's not allowed to make a shachianu in the Kiddush, right? That's obvious, right? The only question is, is is it correct for her to make a shachianu when she lights the Neros? And the answer is not really, but we'll let her do her thing. But if she already made a shachianu when she lit the Neros, if she's going to be making Kiddush, she absolutely cannot make a shachianu when she makes Kiddush. In fact, Ramosha Sternbuch spells it out more dramatically in his Haggadah Shal Pesach, that women that already made Shachianu by Lakas Neroys, they should not say it again. And if they do, it is a Bracha Levatala. And that is unanimously held. A woman who's lighting Neroys absolutely cannot make another Shachianu when she makes Kiddush. But here is the subject of this afternoon. So the woman... She's going to say, Rabbi Yaakov Emden's wife did it. Rabbi Yaakov Emden's mother-in-law did it. Rabbi Yaakov Emden's daughter-in-laws did it. Rabbi Moshe talks about it. I'm going to do it. Now the husband comes home. He makes Kiddush. Is she allowed to answer Amen to the Shechianu of her husband? The wife is being Yoytze, the Kiddush, with her husband's Kiddush, with... Um, can the woman say Amen to that bracha? After all, she can't make that bracha. She already made that bracha. So for her, the Shechianu is superfluous. Can she answer Amen? Should she answer Amen? Says Ramosha Sternbach, she may not answer Amen. Maybe it's a hefsek, he says in his Haggadah, Maya de Muzmanim. Says Rav Sternbach in the Maya de Muzmanim, that once we've established that for the woman to say Shachianu, it's a bracha, Levatala, she should not answer Amen. If she does, it's a hefsik. And therefore, it says Rav Sternbach, before you make Kiddush, you say, Dear ladies, it's bad enough that you have a custom that Rav Yaakov Emden says is not correct. So what could I do? If Rav Yaakov Emden couldn't abolish your practice, I certainly cannot be abolish your practice. However, dear ladies, do not answer Amen. If you answer Amen, then you may have to make another Kiddush because it's going to be Hefzik. Now actually, I would change the text of that announcement. I would not get, I would not be so aggressive in that announcement. I would just say, dear ladies, don't answer Amen to the Shachianu. If they want to know why, Say it's beyond the scope of this particular announcement before Kiddush. Because this could be very contentious. Just tell them not to answer Amen. That's the opinion of Rav Sternbach. Comes of Tzvi Pesach Frank in the Shal Sechubas Har Tzvi Chelek Rachem Simen Kuf Nandalad and in Mikroi Kodesh on Pesach Chelek Beis Simen Lamed Ches. And he says, not so fast. You think you could just solve all the problems by telling your wife not to answer Amen? 
maybe, says Rupsi Pesach Frank, once we're having, we're allowing this women's lib and allowing them to make their own shachianu when they light the neirois, maybe they can't even be yoytze kiddush with the husband's kiddush. I have a question. What would the halacha be if somebody made kiddush and they said, um, make a, Boyre pri hagafem baragadaja mekadesh Yisrael v'hazemanim baruch atashem lekinu melachoylam asher yatzaras adam bechachma uvaravay nekavim nekavim chalulim chalulim galoy v'yadu alav nechizeh v'idecha shemi posech echad mehem oisa seim echad mehem. E F Shalis Kayem Vilahamoidlefanecha. Let's say somebody made a random Asher Yatsar in his Kiddush. Not gonna be Yotze Kiddush. Yeah, but I have to make an Asher Yatsar. Good for you. You can't make a meal of Kiddush. You're gonna make an Asher Yatsar in between a Bari Priyagofen and drinking the Kais? So you're making a random bracha? Can't be Yotze Kiddush like that. What if the guy started saying, you know, um, the guy says, you know, I'm really tired. I plan on going to sleep. This guy starts making hamapil in the middle of Kiddush. He wants to get an early start. You can't start, you can't just make random brachas in the middle of Kiddush. Imagine if a guy sees a rainbow. He says, Zoycher habris v'nemon bevrisai v'kayam b'mamarai. I mean, you gotta, you gotta focus on the mitzvah at hand. So as far as the woman is concerned, the guy's, the husband's shachianu is not needed for Kiddush. So who says a woman could be Yoytzei Kiddush from a man? Because she already was Yoytzei Shachianu. Legabi the man, Legabi her, the shachianu is superfluous, is extraneous. It should jeopardize her ability to be Yoytzei, the midst of Kiddush. So it says with Pesach Frank, in his opinion, maybe it's an issue. Maybe once the woman is making her own shachianu, maybe she can't be yoytzei kiddush on the man. So maybe now she should make her own kiddush. So Rav Pesach Frank analyzes it from the following perspective. We know what's the halacha if a person's in the middle of Shemayn Esrei. Or a person is between Shalyad and Shalroish and they hear Kaddish or between Shoyad and Shoroish. You're now to answer, you're now to be Mavsik. You're Shoymeya, Vishoyseik, you listen, you're silent, and you have a mind to be Yoytzeh. The same thing with Shemayna Esrei. You're middle of Shemayna Esrei, and you hear a Kedusha, so you stop, I call it stop, drop, and listen. Yeah? You, you listen to the Kedusha, you don't say Kadosh, 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 you listen to Kadosh, 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 and Shoymeya Ka'ina. We know the Gemara Brachos on Chafal Fomid Beis brings the Toysvis, the Toysvis, excuse me, on Chafal Fomid Beis and Brachos, quotes Rashi, that if someone's in the middle of Shemayna Esrei and you hear Kaddish or Kedusha, you should stop, be quiet, Shemayna Ka'ina. Rabbeinu Tam and the Rehazakin say, Adaraba. If Shemayna is Ka'ina, then it's a Hefzik. You can't be silent. It's like you said it. Toysvis says, the Minog is to be silent, the Gadol Hamenag. Meaning the Minog is, 
we are silent and we listen to the Kedusha and and Gadol HaMinag. Rav Tzu Pesach Frank says the Lashon of Toysus is mashma that this Minag that we stop and listen is only a B'dyeved, but it's not a Charchila. So if you're stuck in Milshwan Eser, what are you going to do? You're going to stop, drop, and listen, even though there's some, there's, it's a little bit problematic. Maybe it's a hefsik. And therefore, says Rav Tzu Pesach Frank, perhaps if someone is in the middle of about to put on tefillin, and they calculate if they put on tefillin, they're going to have to stop and listen between the Shalyad and the Shalroish. That's not L'Charchila. Don't put yourself in that situation. So therefore, says Rav Tzu Pesach Frank, how is a woman allowed to put herself in the situation where her husband's going to make Kiddush and then she's going to be shoisek for the Shachianu? Very good, she's not answering Amen. But Shemeya Koina, it's going to be a hefsek for her. So maybe the woman should have to make her own Kiddush. But then Rabbi Pesach Frank says, maybe it's only an issue if this is something that you're required to answer. You're required to answer Kedusha. So if you, and the way you fulfill it is Shemeya Ka'ina. So then there's an issue that, that it's like you're being Mavsik. But if the woman already was Yoitse Shachianu, so she could sort of just not pay attention and not utilize Shemeya Ka'ina. In any event, the opinion of Rav Sternbuch is a woman may not answer Amen to the husband's Shachianu. The Hartsvi goes so far as to say that not only should she not answer Amen, it's questionable whether she's allowed to be Yoitse Kiddush from her husband. Comes Rav Moshe Feinstein. I don't think enough people know about this tshuva. And Rav Moshe says there is no problem with a woman answering Amen to her husband's Shachianu. Because says Rav Moshe, we have to go back to the classic tshuva of Rav Yaakov Emden and Shailas Yaivetz, Chelek Aleph, Simen Kovzayin. Where Rav Yaakov Emden says that his wife had this custom and he didn't protest. And the reason he didn't protest, Rav Moshe said, is because, look, they're not doing anything wrong. It's not like they're making a brachal of Atala by saying Shechianu when they light the Neirois. And therefore, since they're not doing an Isser, Rabbi Yaakov Emden did not abolish the custom. Says Ramayusha Feinstein, Zechatzak Lebracha. What do you mean the women are not doing anything wrong? If the halacha is that she would not be allowed to answer Amen, then you better believe they're doing something wrong. They're doing something that's stopping them from answering Amen. By saying Shechianu, when they light the Neirois, they're putting themselves in a Matzav where they can't answer Amen. And you're not allowed to put yourself in such a situation. There's a Chiyuv to answer Amen. Chiyuv Gadol Lanois Amen. Even if you don't have to be Yoytze the Bracha, like we learned in Bracha, Daf Nonal from Abayz and the Raman Paskins, that way in the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, that way in Simon Reish Tesvav Sebeiz. It's a chayv to answer Amen. If the halacha is that a woman who already made a shachianu cannot answer Amen to her husband's shachianu, Rabbi Yaakov Emden should have abolished the custom. Why? Number one, 
because you think the woman's going to remember not to answer Amen? You're going to say, okay, ladies, I want to remind everyone, you, you already made a Shachianu, nobody answer Amen to the following bracha. Um, you're going to say, Mekadesh Yisrael, Amen, Shachianu, Amen, I told you not to answer Amen. Yeah, I also told you not, to, I also told you not to leave your toothbrush on the sink. You know, you don't remember what I tell you, I don't remember what you tell me. You think the woman's gonna remember? She's not gonna remember. The likelihood of remembering is, is, uh, very unlikely. And therefore, number one, Ramosha says, if the halacha is that a woman is not supposed to answer Amen, Rabbi Yaakov Amdin should have abolished the custom of saying Shachianu when she lights the Neiros. Number one, she's not going to remember. And number two, even if she will remember, you're not going to put yourself in a matzav where you're not allowed to answer Amen. There's a chi of Gomor to answer Amen. Says Rav Moshe Feinstein, it must be, the reason why Rabbi Yaakov Emden did not abolish the custom is because in fact it is not a hefsik for a woman to answer Amen. She will answer Amen. She should answer Amen. And it's not a hefsik. And the reason why it's not a hefsik is because of the following very interesting halacha. Let's say you're making hamoitzi for a bunch of people at the, at the table. And you're being boitzea on the challah. And you cut the challah and you make hamoitzi and you're being moitzi everyone in the hamoitzi. And you ate a piece of the challah. Are the other people around the table allowed to talk before they get challah? Did you know the Ramah holds? Yes. The Ramah in Simen Kuf Samach Zayin Sif Vav says that after the Baitseya eats the challah, it's not a hefsik for the others to talk. That's the Shita of the Roikeach. The Ramah paskins this way. It's not a hefsik. Now we don't paskin that way. The Achreinim disagree. They hold it is a hefsik. But the Ramah holds it's not a hefsik. Once the Baitseya, once the person who makes the bracha eats the challah, everyone else could talk out. They don't have to... Now we don't hold that way. And it's a good thing we don't hold that way. Because the way of holding everybody hostage, you know, you want a few minutes of peace and quiet. So you cut the challah, you eat a piece, and then you take your merry old time until you give out the challah to everybody. Especially to those people who... You know, you wouldn't mind them having an extra few moments of silence. That we don't hold like the Rama. But and by the way, and don't ever tell anyone this Rama Shita, because the last thing you want is that guy to start talking right away even before he gets the challah. Let him wait a few minutes, you know? You he already said that Torah last week and the week before. Nothing's gonna happen if he doesn't say that Torah again this week. But the Ramah holds once the Boitseya makes the bracha on the challah, everyone else could talk. Why is that? It says Ramosha the following svara. Because when somebody is being moitzi everyone in a bracha, they are all dependent on him. They are subsidiary to him. They are battle to him. He becomes primary, they become ancillary, they become secondary. Once his bracha is effective because he ate the bread, then even if the others don't eat the bread, the bracha was effective, and even if they talk out, they could eat later. So says Rav Moshe, from here we learn 
that when someone is mighty others in a bracha, they become primary and everyone else is the is dependent on them. And if it worked for the Mevarech, it's good for the, those who are being Yoytzeh. Likewise, says Rav Moshe, even though she doesn't need the Shachianu, he does. So if it's a bracha that he needs, she could answer Amen. Yeah, but she doesn't need it. She's secondary to him. If he needs it, she needs it. Even though she doesn't need it. Because she becomes secondary to him. She becomes tafel to him. The one making the bracha, being moitzi everyone, is the ikar. And what's good for him is good for everyone else. And if it's not a hefsik for him, it's not a hefsik for her. And if she need, if he needs to make the bracha, she could answer amen. So you'll ask, but we don't hold like the Rama. We hold that even if the mavarech ate the challah, nobody could talk until they eat. Doesn't that indicate that we hold they're not secondary to the Mavarech. Says Rav Moshe, no, everybody holds. The one who made the bracha is primary and everyone else is secondary. It's just that they're not any, it's not any different than had they made the bracha themselves. And just like if they would make the bracha themselves, they would not be allowed to talk. So the other Achorinim who we hold like hold, so too if he makes the bracha, they can't talk. But in principle, they agree with this notion that everyone becomes secondary and tafel to the one making the bracha. And in that case, in that case, it comes out, says Rav Moshe, since the husband needs to make a shachianu, even though the wife made a shachianu, it's not a, the bracha is not a hefzik for him, the amen is not a hefzik for her. And likewise, this would address Rav Tzvi Pesach Frank's point. Tzvi Pesach said, well, maybe he can't make Kiddush for her. Because vis-a-vis her, the Shachianu is not needed. The answer is, whenever someone is listening to the Mevarech, what works for the Mevarech is going to work for the one being Yoytzei the Bracha. By the way, Ramosha says, I'll bring you a very big raya to this halacha. We know that many Rishonim hold, women should not make a bracha of Leishe Basoka. Rabbeinu Tam holds, and Ashkenazim follow the, the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam, women are allowed to make a bracha on a mitzvah shehazman grama. However, Svardim follow Rambam, that a woman does not make a Leishe Basoka, she does not make women do not make bruchas hamitzvahs shazman grama. The Gemara in Sukkah says that when you make kedush, you make a leishay basukah. Should a woman make a leishay basukah if she were to make kedush? Not for Sfardim, for Ashkenazim, yes. According to the Shita of the Rambam, that women don't make a, a leishay basukah, why doesn't the Gemara say that if you're making Kiddush for your wife, she shouldn't answer Amen to the Leisha Basuka. Because even though you need the Leisha Basuka, but she doesn't. So according to the Rambam, for Sfardim, why does the Gemara not point out that the woman should not make uh, answer Amen? Or, what would the Halacha be if a guy's already been in the Sukkah for an hour? 
and he already made a leisha basukkah, and now he's being yoytze kiddush with the balabayas. Why doesn't the Gemara say he should not answer Amen? And the answer is we see again clearly that those who are being yoytze with the mevarech are secondary to the mevarech. And if it's not a hefsik for the mevarech, then it's not a hefsik for the shoimea. It's not a hefsik for them to hear the bracha, and it's not even a hefsik for them to answer Amen. Again, the reason is, Rav Moshe says, the fact that Rabbi Yaakov Emden didn't protest against his wife, this indicates that it is not a problem to answer Amen. Furthermore, Rav Shlomo Zalman Orbach likewise paskins like Rav Moshe, that Gam Hanoshim Shikvar Birchus Shachianu Bahadlakas Hanerois Oinois Amen Aberchas Shachianu Shabekidosh. They answer Amen. And the explanation is that Rav Shlomo Zalman says they should answer Amen. Because the brachas may say there the kiddush, a little different than Ramosha, it's part of the ritual of the kiddush. So it's not the answering of main is not a hefsek. And then Rav Shlomo throws in another factor, and this is where uh, the idea that I started that Shavuos has a unique halachic status that no other Yom Tov has. That's where this k- kicks in. When a woman makes a shachianu, when she lights the neiros, what does she have in mind? Either she has in mind, or we should tell her to have in mind, the yamtif. The yamtif of Pesach. But the shachianu of Kiddush is not just going on the, on the yamtif of Pesach. It's also going on the many, many mitzvahs that are being performed that night. So when she made her shachianu, it was going on the day when he makes the Shachianu and Kiddush, it's not only going on the day, it's going on the mitzvahs. So she does need his Shachianu. His Shachianu is covering areas that hers did not. Hers was only going on the day, reaching the day of Yom Tif. His Shachianu is going on the mitzvahs Halayla. And this is where the Shevet Halevi, Rav Vazner, comes in and he says, listen to this. Rav Sternbuch says... That a woman cannot answer Amen, it's a hefsik. The Mikroi Kaidesh from Tzu Pesach Frank says, well, maybe even the woman can't be Yoytze Kiddush with the man. Rav Moshe Feinstein and Rav Shlomo Zaman Orbach say, she should answer Amen. It's not a hefsik. Comes the Shevet Alevi and he says, in my opinion, it depends which Yom Tif it is. When it comes to the Yom Tif of Pesach, her Kavana, or the Yom Tif of Sukkis, she could answer Amen. And when it comes to the Yom Tif of Shavuos, she can't answer Amen. Why is that? When it comes to Pesach, her Kavana is, or we should tell her that her Kavana should be, when she lights the Neiros, she should be mechavin for the Yomtif. So if her kavana is, when she made her Shechianu, that it's only going on the Yomtif, she still has the Zuchos to answer Amen to his Shechianu, because when he makes Shechianu in the Kiddush of Pesach, it's not only going on the Yomtif, it's going on the Mitzvah of Sipur Yitzis Mitzrayim, and Achilas Matzah, and Marar. So there's no problem for her to answer Amen. 
Likewise, when it comes to the Yomtif of Sukkis, we'll say your Shachianu is going on the Yomtif, and when he makes the Shachianu, it's not only going on the Yomtif of Sukkis, it's also going on the Mitzvah of Dalim However, when it comes to the Yomtif of Shavuos, where we mentioned that nowadays the Rabbanon calls Shavuos Atzeres, because all it is is a day that you don't do malacha. But there are no distinguishing mitzvahs of Shavuos. In that case, all the Shechianu could be going on is the Yamtif. So when she made a Shechianu, that already covered everything possible that a Shechianu could cover. So when he makes a Shechianu, there's nothing more the Shechianu is adding. Then on Shavuos, says Rav Vazner, certainly she should not answer Amen. And that's what I was referring to when I started, that the Yomtif of Shuas has a unique halacha that no other Yomtif has, namely, according to the Shevet Alevi, every other Yomtif the woman could answer Amen when it comes to the Yomtif of Shavuas, since it has no distinguishing mitzvahs, his opinion is that a woman does not answer Amen. So basically we have three shitois regarding the Amen of Shachyanu and Kiddush and Yomtif. Rav Sternbuch says, can never answer Amen. A woman can never answer Amen. By the way, this is only a married woman. A single woman who's not lighting ca- candles anyway, never made a Shachianu. So of course she'll answer Amen. But the opinion of Rav Sternbach, a married woman, does not answer Amen. The opinion of Ramosha and Rav Shomazalman, a married woman, does answer Amen. And the opinion of Shevet Alevi is Pesach and Sukkot, she does. Shavuos, she doesn't. Halacha Lamaisa, we would follow Rav Moshe and Rav Shomazamin that a woman, in fact, may and should and can answer Amen without any doubt whatsoever. Okay, Rabbi Isai, Hashem, next Monday will be our final share before Shavuos. Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. It was wonderful to see you. Kal Tov. Thank you. Thank you so much. Kal Tov. Pleasure. Okay. Have a good day, everyone. Baruch Thank you. Kal Tov. Hi, Rabbi Joshua. Ah, very good. Ah, good point. Rabbi Josh is saying Shemini Atzeres would have the same din as Shavuos. Shemini Atzeres. There are no mitzvahs. Yep. Because even though they're not chayiv, but um, Ashkenazim allow women to make um, a berchas hamitzvah on zman grama. Correct, correct, correct. We we let them. Yes. Yes. Yeah.